good? What is good? Welcome to the For the Culture Draft, where we will be doing our final WNBA draft of the month to close out WNBA month. It's been super fun doing these, honestly. And um, I, as of right now, this recording, I have not uploaded the Diana Taurasi one yet. However, if you are on Halftime Sports, um, you will see that the Diana Taurasi draft is on my on my profile. So all you got to do is come on to Halftime Sports and make sure you just uh, find my profile. It's at ilamar96, and you will see most of the drafts. I think the first draft that's on my thing is the all-time Toronto Raptors multiverse draft. Uh, oh, shoot, that recording went long. Um, but yeah, that's the first draft that is on our profile. Um, I'm just going to get some invites out of the way um, so that, you know, y'all can, you know, come to this draft. Um, well, I don't, I don't know why I'm saying y'all, uh, just, the, you know, the people that are, you know, on Twitter and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so I'm going to I'm going to get some invites out of the way. So like bear the silence for a bit. going to be a fun draft, honestly. Let me send this to some people. Uh, boom, boom, boom. I'll send that to you. Send and one more person. All right, all right, I think that's enough invites now. Um, so let's get this, let's get this started. Um, so I'll just go over um, some Candace Parker feats right now. So Candace Parker, um, was draft uh her birthday's on oh wow her birthday just passed that's crazy um so she played in college she played in tennessee and she was drafted with the first overall pick in 2008 um oh yeah let me get the draft board in here um let me get that in here quickly i always forget to do that i don't know why um let me get on for the culture there we go and I believe I made it uh, open. So there we go. Um, if you need access, just let me know. And I'll go over how the draft is going to work um, after I, you know, do some, you know, stuff here. Um, but after, uh, but while I was saying, um, Candace Parker um, has played for the Los Angeles Sparks in the Chicago Sky in 2008. She was the first overall pick in the WNBA draft. And I believe she also won the MVP that same exact year. Um, for her career, she's averaged 16 points, or actually around up 17 points, nine rebounds, four assists, shooting 48% from the field. Um, and she has 58, an average of 59 win shares. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be fun in terms of how this draft is going to go. 
Um, the first round is going to be based strictly off of tenure. And then the second round is going to be uh, strictly all-time rankings. Um, actually, here's something interesting. So we will actually – no, I'm not going to do that because uh, you only played one season in Chicago, so it doesn't even matter. Um, so I think we can get this draft started. Um, yeah, let's get this draft started, honestly. So um, in terms of the first pick in the tenure round, uh, actually, you know what? Let me send a couple more invites before I get started. There we go. Send it there. I like how that sends. Yeah, that's cool. All right. So um, in the first, I think I'm going to go with Chelsea Gray with the first overall pick in the tenure round. Um, I think, I think, and I think this is the case where I value the championship more than anything else. Um, but however, Chelsea Gray has had a, a very successful tenure with Candace Parker um, on the Sparks. So it's, it's not, it's not to say, Oh, just because she won the championship with her, uh, that's why she's getting this first pick. No, she's actually done stuff. Um, not only in the league, but on the Sparks with her. And they've had a, they're, they're probably one of the, um, probably one of the best duos in WNBA history, maybe top 10, I'll give it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give her, I'm going to give her the, um, the first overall pick. I think with the second pick, um, it's interesting, but I think I'm going to go with Lisa Leslie. Um, and this is where I don't care about the championship at this point. Um, Lisa Leslie has just been uh, great for Candace Parker and for the league as well. Um, and I think they've had a pretty good tenure. She was there when she just uh, started. Uh, but obviously, Candace Parker won MVP while she was playing with her. Um, but Lisa Leslie was... Let me see what she... Uh, how Lisa Leslie did in her first year, actually. Uh, so they, they were 20 and 14 in her first season third in the West. Um, they were fifth in points. They were fifth in pace, 11th in offensive rating, second in defensive rating. So obviously they were a defensive team. Um, oh, wow. There's no, okay. There's no stats here. Um, Candace Parker. Yeah. Uh, basketball reference needs to fix that. Um, Delisha Milton Jones, Lisa Leslie here. Um, I'll just click her and see what she did in 2008. Uh, oh, she played two seasons with her. Um, and two, or so she averaged 15 points, um, three blocks, actually. That's crazy. Um, three blocks, two steals, and I'm rounding up to the nearest. Um, two steals. She averaged two assists as well. Um, nine rebounds as well. Um, that free throw percentage needs to go up, though. Um, yeah, I think Lisa Leslie has, is, has a deserving spot here, honestly. Um, and I think the third pick, uh, personally, I'm probably going to give it to NECA. Um, am I going to give it to NECA? Let me, I think I'm going to give it to NECA. Um, like I said, champion, um, she actually won the MVP with, um, while she was playing with Candace, but I think Candace got the finals MVP in that WNBA finals. But let me just, let me just check here quickly. Uh, 26 and eight. Yeah. So I remember, so this is a season where like 
it was literally the Sparks versus the Lynx, like in terms of like the best of the best. So let's check out some stats from 2016. Um, and obviously this is not like the only year NECA played with Candace Park. She obviously played with her for longer. Um, I don't care about her career averages. Uh, in 2016, she averaged, and again, I'm rounding up, she averaged 20 points, uh, three assists. Oh, wow, nine rebounds? Oh, shoot, I didn't know she was a rebounder like that. Okay, I see you, NECA. Um, yeah, give it, get, let's give it to NECA. Let's give it to NECA. That's Bailey's favorite player um, on the Sparks. Um, yeah, let's draft, let's draft NECA here. Oh, no, not that area um i may need yet yeah, i'm gonna need to unbold that there we go oh no i put that as default font i'm sorry you're not that special where your font can be different than everybody else there we go all right um now i think this is where it gets interesting here um because i'm thinking about going to chicago um and it's interesting how I want to order these people. Um, because real talk, though, like, I want to say, <sighs> like, there's there's two people I want to take with this fourth pick. Um, I think here I'm going to go, I'm, you know, I'll go Kalia Copper. Um... And then here, and, and then the person I was battling with her, I'll go Courtney Vandersloot. Oh, shoot. Wrong grammar. All right. And I'll go Courtney Vandersloot with the fifth pick here. Um, Kalia Copper, obviously, like I said, I value championships a lot here. Um, and obviously, she has the finals MVP for Chicago. Um, Courtney Vandersloot. Oh, sorry, I'm tired. Um, Courtney Vandersloot, I was debating on putting her at number four, specifically for like, like A, I do value championships, but I think me personally, I, I just find her um, a bigger part of the roster more than Kalia Copper. But I think in um, in terms of winning that championship, um, in terms of tenure with the Sky, um, it, it's tough. Um, but I'm going to put Kalia Copper up there. Um, and actually, you know what? No, I forget that. Courtney Vandersloot's going higher. I'm sorry. I can't do this. Yeah. I, I love Kalea Copper. Um, all right. Um, and then here, um, doo -doo 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 -doo. let's get that off. Um, who am I going to go with here? I'm thinking of somebody else here. Oh, actually, I, let me go back to that 2016 squad. No, not the season, the squad. Let me go back to this 2016 squad here quickly. Um, and then after this, I'm going to upload both the Diana Taurasi draft and the... <sighs> I have draft here. I'm tired. Um... Uh, do, 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 do. while that loads, I want to see who's on this roster. So, Raquana Williams was not on this roster, but I am going to go with Christy Tolliver here. 
almost everybody I've drafted with the exception of Lisa Leslie has won a championship with Candace Parker. And when I think about tenure, I, you got to think about success. Um, Chrissy Tolliver has success with, with Candace Parker and, um, and with Lisa, with Lisa Leslie, uh, I think she was just that good with in her two years with Candace Parker that I had to put her at number two personally. Um, obviously I, I, um, we'll see where she is in the all time ranking. I think you guys know where I'm going to put her all time. Um, at number seven, um, Ooh, Jontel Lavender, Elena Beer. That's interesting. Um, let's see. Let's go to, let's go to 2020. And I think that was the bubble year. Let's check this out. Um, Nick, uh, oh, Rashonda Gray was here. Um, and Raquana Williams. Um, I might go Raquana Williams. Um, it's it's hard though. I don't think I I don't know about that though. Um, because when you think of tenure, you got to think of longevity as well. Um, oh, Clara Williams is a hell of a player. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I, I really don't want to mess this up. I don't need WNBA Twitter coming after me. Um, let's see. Um, uh, yeah, so let's go to 2014 here. Okay, no, not the season. Man, I keep clicking the wrong one. Um, the 2014 Sparks is the one I want to view. I clicked that twice. Oh wow, they were oh, they were mid this season. Um so they oh wow, yeah, there was there were some nice there's some good level mid this season. Okay. Um so they have NECA here, um John Tell Lavender. Maybe I should put John Tell Lavender. Actually, you know what? I'll put Elena Beard here. I'll put Elena Beard here. Yeah, I'll put Elena Beard here. Um Yeah, Sparks were some next level mid in 2014. That's crazy. Um, at that number eight, I'm gonna draft Derek Fisher. Okay, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. But I'm gonna use that as a sound bite to get a reaction out of Bailey. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Um. At number eight, I think I'm going to just do Raquana Williams here. Um, at number nine, 
Um, let's get Jontel Lavender. Uh, number two. Actually, you know what? No. Um, Ali Quigley at number nine. And then we'll get Jontel Lavender here. Um, at number 11 and 12. Um, who will we go with now? Let's go to the early, early. Let's go to, let's go. I mean, we've already done 2008. Let's go to 2011. You know, when one of the goats of the WNBA showed up to town um, in Maya Moore. Maya Moore. But uh, this ain't about Maya Moore. Um, in 2011, who did you? Okay, yeah, Jonathan Lavender was nice with her. Um, Teacher Penichero, play with Candace Parker. Um, I'm going to go with, let's go with Delisha Melton-Jones here um and at number 12 i'm gonna go with <laughs> so, man do i really want to put Derek fisher here i was something something no i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it don't do it lamar don't do it lamar don't do it lamar don't do it lamar Lamar, if you know what's good for you, don't do it. 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 Uh, oh, maybe I should uh, do Dean Wade. Nah, I'm not drafting coaches in this one. Like, I probably would. I, I made the exception for, for Diana Taurasi because, like, it's, it's Sandy Brundello. Um, I think here we will go. Let you know. What? Let's drop the Chicago Sky player. Um, let's see. Let's see. Okay, I'm gonna need you to load for me. Thank you. Uh, 2021 Chicago Sky. Let's see who we can get for here. This computer will load faster. Um, oh, it's James Wade, my bad. Um, yeah, it's Kalia. Um, why is Kaiser on this roster? Like why why is she listed on this roster? It's not this is 2021, not 2022. Um I mean shout out to Dana Evans, right? Um Nah, they if we're talking about tenure, I don't think you can put the Chicago Sky uh that much Chicago Sky on there, especially if you weren't on the championship roster. Um, let's go to 2009 here. Uh, 
Let's go to 2009. 18 and 16. I think Lisa Leslie was still on here. Um, anybody that I wanted to draft has already been drafted. So let's go to 2010. Let's go here. Um, oh, wow. They, they were not that great this year. Um, shoot. Let's put Teacher Panachero here. Why not? Um, man, we should have just did a Teacher Panachero teammate draft, man. She's putting on a lot of teams with a lot of great players. Um, all right. Now we're going to get started with the all-time rankings. Um, I think at number one overall, um, I think it's most most undoubtedly going to be Lisa Leslie. Um, she's not in my top, is she in my top five? My top five WNBA players of all time right now is, is, um, Tamika Catchings, um, Diana Taurasi, Maya Moore, uh, Oh, maybe she is. No, I'm I'm missing somebody. I'm definitely missing somebody, but that's not the point. Lisa Leslie is definitely like one of the goats of 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 the WNBA. Um, one of the pillars. Uh, yo, top tier sports. What is good? Um, see you in the comments. Um, Sue Bird is definitely up there as well. I don't think she's top five for me though. Um, I, but I think the point I'm trying to make is that Lisa Leslie is definitely like one of the pillars of the WNBA. Um, so for talking, so this has nothing to do with, you know, being playing with um, uh, Candace Parker, obviously, but I think um, Lisa Leslie um, is, a, is undoubtedly a top 10 player all time. Um, so for taking ranking the players that Candace Parker has played with based on all time, I think Lisa Leslie would take the number one spot. Now, um, if we're now for talking all time, I do personally. Sue Bird is on the lower half, and this is just general WNBA talk here. Um, Sue Bird is is on the lower half of my, um, <laughs> and also Sophie Cunningham top five ever because I made a double OT buzzer beater with her at two K. That's crazy. Actually, I'll I'll say something quickly here. Um, I was playing two K with my brother. Um, and I was the Chicago sky. He was a Seattle storm. I, I forced him to play the W version and he was beating me by 19 and we have this 20 rule and I went off with Ali quickly. So I, I, Ali for, I will forever love Ali quickly because of that. She's obviously, she's always going to be one of my favorites. Um, but back to, but back to this, um, ranking, uh, Candace Parker's teammates all time. Lisa Leslie will be number one. Um, teacher Penachero would be number two, and I'm going to correct that spelling after. Um, in terms of number three, is where it gets interesting. Um, I'm going to say maybe Courtney Vandersloot. Um, yeah, because Courtney Vandersloot's been to two finals. Um, 
I mean, Chelsea Gray is great. She's been to one with Ken, um, especially, and that was when she was with Candace Parker. Um, Courtney Vanderson's been to two WNBA finals. She's been to one with Elena Deladonna Sylvia Fowles against the Phoenix Mercury. Obviously, she lost that one. Um, she also been to one, obviously, with Candace Parker. She won that one. Um, I'll sit, put Courtney Vandersloot at number three. Um, in terms of ranking Candace Parker's teammates all time, uh, you know, let me follow you. Oh yeah, I'm already following you. Sweet. Um, okay. Um, next up here, I might go. Chelsea Gray here. Um, and then maybe after that. Actually, you know what? No, NECA. NECA Agumike. Spell that. No, 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 no. Agumike. And then after that, I will probably go with Chelsea Gray. One, I know they they both have the championship, so the so um the uh the line in the sand is that NECA has an MVP. Chelsea Gray doesn't. Um, but I mean Chelsea Gray is is um is is an um is a um the point god for a reason. Tina Thompson is in my top 10. She's also on the lower half of my maybe you know what I'll 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 do my top 10 after I'm done this uh ranking here. Um Um, after this, I think I might have to go with Ali. Now I'll go with Christy. No, Ali Quigley here. Um, um, I'll go with Ali Quigley. Um, after that, I will go Christy Tolliver. Um, after that, we're going to go Delisha Milton Jones. Um, yeah, and I'm just taking the players that were drafted in the first round. I'm just going to be ranking them here. Um, I'll go Elena Beard here. Um, at number 10, I will go... I'll go Kalia Coffer. Um, at number 11, we will go Raquana Williams. And then, obviously, Jontel Lavender. Now, in terms of my top five all time, this is where it gets interesting. Um, my uh, This is the end of the draft, by the way. Um, I'll get my – do my – all right, no problem, top tier. Uh, I'll see you later. Actually, you know what? Let me announce. Okay, never mind. He's gone. Um, in terms of my top five WNBA players of all time, and I want to do this in order. Actually, you know what? Let me do my top ten right quick. Um, so let's. I'm just gonna put a, down some names first, and then I'm gonna just rank them. So we've got Tina Thompson, obviously. Uh, we've got Maya Moore. Candace Parker, and I'm not really trying to hijack this draft with just a WNBA ranking. Um, Tamika Catchings, um, one, two, 
Lauren Jackson. Um, let's see. Obviously, I, I, I talked about Lisa Leslie a lot. Um, here, Diana Taurasi. Uh, Suber. Um, why is my computer not typing? Oh no, it's just not responding. Okay. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not finishing this until I can get this out. Um, so Sue Bird, I'm like a bird. I want to fly away. Uh, I'm missing somebody. Diana Taurasi, Sue Bird. Tamika Catchings, Candace Parker. I'm missing somebody. Oh, obviously, Cynthia Cooper. That's who I was missing. <laughs> I don't know why I was forgetting her. Um, um, one, two, three, four, five. Am I missing somebody else as well? Um, who else am I missing? Shoot. Let me, and yeah, Sylvia Fowles would be up here as well, honestly. Um, who else would be up here? Who else Who else is in the conversation, at least? Um, actually, no, no, I'm just going to rank them based off of here. So in terms of my personal top 10, um, my top 10 is going to consist of this. It's going to be Tamika Catchings at number one. And the reason why, and you know what, actually, this is a great way to just end off the WNBA month. Um, yep, my phone told me to start shutting down, so I just didn't want the that Siri to hijack this show. Um, in terms, okay, so the reason why Tabika Catchings is my number one, uh, does she have the championships? No, she does not. Um, however, she has one, actually, no, she has one championship, but I think she's just the most... She's the greatest all-around WNBA player of all time. Um, and I think that when um, – I think – I believe she's top five in every major statistical category, um, which is why Tamika Catchings is at my number one. At number two, I got Cynthia Cooper. Um, I, I, I like to call her the Bill Russell of the WNBA, at least when, you know, this NBA – the WNBA becomes like – 50, 75 years old, I think she'll definitely be looked at like one of the like the first people that just rattled off championships. Um, the only thing, and I think the thing um, that's hard, it's harder to argue about the WNBA goal. The reason why it's harder to um, debate this rather than the NBA is because each player has a very specific case, in my opinion. Um, with Tamika catching, she has a longevity, but she doesn't have the championships. With Cynthia Cooper, she has a championship, but she doesn't have the longevity. Um, and when it, you know, obviously, when, with longevity comes more accolades um, after that. Um, so does she? Does Cynthia Cooper have the accolades that a lot of other players may have? No, she doesn't. However, you can't deny her not only her greatness in the WNBA. Um, with what she was able to do and able to bring prominence and um, relevance to the WNBA um, to also bring relevance to a historical franchise that needs to come back to the league in the Houston Comets. Um, but no, she was the ultimate winner.
and the, the championships prove it. Um, in number three for me, it's going to be. I think I'm. You know what? Mm, you know what? And maybe this is going to be biased for me. Maybe this is going to be biased. Maya Moore is going to be my number three. That no doubt about it. Uh, Maya Moore is definitely going to be my number three. Um, the reason why Maya Moore is my number three is because, like I said, she doesn't have. Oh, well, it's not like I said, but she doesn't have the longevity. She has the championships, and I think she's just one of the most skilled players to ever play in the league. She was the per. She was the like. Um, I always tell people that when I uh the first time I got into the WNBA, I watched the I believe the 2013 or 14 finals between the Sky and the Mercury. Um, so obviously Diana Taurasi was like the first person I watched, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to watch this, you know, next time. And then, but the first the, the player that actually got me to fall in love with the league was Maya Moore and those Lynx teams. Um, so Maya Moore is going to be third here. At four, it's going to be Diana Taurasi. Um, obviously, she was uh, elected as the GOAT for the for the league. Uh, personally, she's not my GOAT. I don't care. Um, but, hey, she's number one in scoring. She's very iconic as well. I think a lot of people are going to remember her. Um, and, hey, if she's your GOAT, she's your GOAT. But for me, she's number four for me. And there's nothing wrong with that, personally. Um, at number five, I might have to go. I'll put Lisa Leslie here. Um, just for the simple fact that she was one of the pioneers. She's one of, she's one of the, like the first, I don't want, like, I think I know I'm talking about like fans of today. Um, not like hardcore WNBA fans, but like. Um, there, there are people like when you talk about like the old times that like they were, they know Lisa Leslie, um, she's one of, and she's a very, a very important figure in LA basketball, um, in overall. Um, I think, I, I don't know if she, her statue went up yet, but I heard that Staples Center was planning to build one for her. Um, and that's just how prominent she was for the WNBA. Um, at number six, I have Candace Parker. I talked about Candace Parker already. Do I need to talk about her again? She's great. Um, brought a championship to her hometown in her first year. Um, got one in LA. She's probably one of the most disrespected superstars in WNBA history. Um, that's all I'm going to say on Candace Parker because this whole episode is dedicated to her, for goodness sakes. Um, at number seven, I'm going to get Lauren Jackson here. Bro, she was dominant. Um, injuries ruined her career, though. Such a shame. But she's actually back on the hardwood, and apparently she's doing amazing. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to put Lauren Jackson at number seven. At number eight, I will go with Sue Bird. Um, a lot – for some people, um, I, I understand that the argument against her is that she was never the best player on her team. But I don't think Seattle wins those championships without her whether it's on the Lauren Jackson teams or the Brianna Stewart teams, they're not winning those championships without her. So Sue Bird got to get some more respect put on her name. Um, and then to fill up my final two spots, um, um, I'm going to put in Sylvia Fowles here. 
And then I'm going to put Tina Thompson. Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to put Tina Thompson first. And then Sylvia Fowles. More links bias, and I don't care about that. But, um, yeah, so that's going to be the end of this draft here. Um, sorry to hijack it with my top 10 list, um, but I did that. Um, but that's a great way to close off uh, WNBA month. Um, in terms of – so I'm going to go over the draft picks again. So in the all-time round from 12 up, I'm going to go it, – it was Jontel Lavender, Raquana Williams at 11, Cleo Copper at 10, Elena Beard at 9, Delisha Milton-Jones at 8, Christy Tolliver at 7. For all-time, by the way, um, at 6 was Ali Quigley. At 5 was Chelsea Gray. At 4 is Neka Ogumake. 3 is Courtney Vandersloot. 2 is Ticha Penichero. And 1 is Lisa Leslie. Um, in terms of tenure, 12 was Ticha Penichero, 11 was Delisha Milton-Jones, 10 was Jontel Lavender, 9 was Allie Quigley, 8 was Raquana Williams, 7 was Elena Beard, 6 was Chrissy Tolliver, 5 was Kalea Copper, 4 was Courtney Vandersloot, 3 was Neka Ogumake, 2 was Lisa Leslie, and 1 is Chelsea Gray. Um, so that's going to be the end of the draft. Thank you guys for rocking with me um, with this teammates draft. Um, and I'm very grateful that you guys stuck with me next week, month. I'm, I'm currently in the process of planning it, but it's going to be a more diverse month, um, on halftime. Um, however, we are going to be starting it off with something different. So make sure you follow at FT culture draft and make sure you stay in tune and you stay locked into what we've got next, because I got a really exciting episode coming to halftime. So make sure y'all stay on tune for that. But with that being said, Thank you, guys, and I will see you in two weeks because there will be no draft next week. So I'll see you all later. Bye.